Widespread protests continue to roil the Southeast Asian nation of Myanmar three weeks after a military coup. Now security forces are intensifying their crackdown against those demanding a return to civilian rule. The number of protesters reduced yesterday, so the military took advantage of that and brought military vehicles onto the streets to intimidate the people. Ongoing arrests of political leaders, government officials, civil society actors and media representatives are deeply concerning, as are the restrictions on the Internet and communication services. And the regime may reportedly be getting some help from the Chinese. Well, here to explain more is someone who has spent much time in Myanmar over the years helping the people there, especially widows and orphans. Patrick Klein is the founder and director of the Wyoming-based Vision Beyond Borders. Patrick, it's good to talk with you again. So what have you learned? What are your friends and contacts in Myanmar, also known as Burma, uh, saying to you about this crackdown and possible Chinese involvement? Well, thank you, Gary. Um, our contacts are saying that in Yangon, a lot of the Christians and the pastors and ministers are out in the streets and have joined the, the, the movement against the military. Um, they're very supportive of that work. Even though the churches are still closed down with the COVID, the Christians are out demonstrating in the streets. But in the tribal areas, it's a lot more different. Um, actually, the people are very, very scared, especially among the Karen people. They're very nervous, and everybody's scared that the British, the, sorry, that the Burmese military will come back into power. We've heard that uh, some Chinese uh, troops may actually have been present in Yangon or elsewhere in Burma. What, what have you heard about that? Yes, we've heard that there are troops on the ground. Um, our contact, our main contact, said that they've actually seen Russian and Chinese diplomats around the around the main capital city of Yangon, which is actually Naypyidaw is their capital, but the major city is Yangon. So they're seeing a lot of uh, diplomats around, but they're also seeing they're saying there's six flights a day coming in from Kunming, China, into Yangon. Six flights a day, whereas. Uh, we tried to go into Burma a couple of weeks ago, and they said that all the flights were cut off. So that's interesting that there's flights, six flights a day coming in from mainland China. And, and some of them with soldiers on them. As far as we know, yes, there are a lot of soldiers coming in. There's quite a military buildup. China is supporting this. So even when there's sanctions put on, which, you know, it's nice to put sanctions on, but the Burmese military doesn't care about the sanctions because China will continue to trade with them. And so it doesn't really affect the Burmese military that much after all. Well, the Chinese get a lot of minerals, uh, precious minerals and so forth from Burma. Uh, tin, I guess Burma uh, does about a third of the tin in the world. So, But Patrick, we're also hearing that the Chinese internet firewall and message monitoring software and technology is being used to prevent the spread of information in the country. What do you know about that? Are they shutting things down and are they using Chinese software? Yes, they are being forced to use Chinese software. Uh, their internet is being censored. And um, I'd read a report when it first happened, the coup happened, that the Chinese said, oh, there's just been a reshuffling in the cabinet. Uh, people are fine. Everybody's talking about on the streets. They're laughing and having a good time. So China's reporting something totally different to, to their country, to their people. But yet they're censoring everything that's going on inside Burma. And they're telling everybody they have to go through the Chinese servers. Uh, the Burmese as well are saying that. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, the Burmese, everything has to go through the, through the Chinese servers. 
Well, we've also received unverified reports that police are storming into the houses of teachers, doctors, lawyers, and activists uh, without a warrant in the middle of the night and making arrests. So what can you tell us about that? What have you heard? We've heard the same things happening. We've also heard that they've released about 2,000 criminals from the prisons. These criminals are going out and wreaking havoc, and then the government uses that, the military uses that as a way to crack down and put more restrictions on the people. So we are hearing they are arresting people. Um, we heard even tanks were moved into Lokau, one of the uh, tribal cities. And, you know, the, the Burmese are really building up their military. And the concern is, the greatest concern is among the tribal people. Well, tell us about that. What effect is this having on Myanmar churches? You mentioned it briefly, but also the tribal people. I know Christians fear return to extreme persecution that they experienced 15, 20 years ago. Right. People are very, very scared. Among the Karen, there's 4,000 internally displaced peoples in the, in the, inside Burma, and 1,000 of those are Christians, and they're very scared. Our contacts actually have an orphanage. It's kind of between the Karen Army's uh, military base and also the Burmese military army base. And they said that, that this uh, orphanage is right in the middle, and it's also right at part of a village. And they're all ready to run at a moment's notice when the Burmese military move in and go into that, that village. Well, so for good reason, very, right? Very scared. For, for a good for reason a based good on their reason. past. Now, I know Vision Beyond Borders has been helping widows and orphans for many years, other people. Uh, especially among the ethnic minority there. How is all this affecting your work there, Patrick? You know, it's it, we've been able to get funds in to help provide food, um, but they're saying food prices are really going up. And what we're concerned is they're shutting down the banks. Uh, everything is being closed down. And so we won't. We don't know how much longer we can get money in to help these orphanages and help support the, the widows and the people that are really suffering in the villages. Okay, a lot to be in prayer about for Myanmar, also known as Burma. Patrick Klein, Director of Vision Beyond Borders, thank you for sharing your time and insights today, Patrick. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Gary.